Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another amazing episode of Talent Takeover Unfiltered. Today, we are going to go over how to ensure your skills are transferable in the workplace. Taylor, hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing well, as always, when we record our podcast. How are you? <laughs> Good. Yeah, it is an energizing day. And you know what's funny is we always have some tech problem, you know, but t today you were the wizard. Congratulations. I was. I was. It was moved to another room was the solution, everyone. So uh, just don't have two computers, laptops, and mics on in the same room. Genius. I know. Transferable skills. I was I just about to say that. I was, wait, I was just about to say that. Bam. Boom. IT is next. <laughs> No, I, I don't think anybody would uh, accuse me of being an IT professional. It was like, hey, we've tried everything else. Let's just see moving to a different room. But yeah, I'm excited about our topic today. I think it's really um, a trendy topic right now, given what's going on in the current market. Um, as always, we'll have a great broke to boss tip. So make sure you guys listen all the way to the end. And um, we actually have something we're re really excited about that we're doing with our listeners and viewers now. Um, so definitely make sure you guys stay on at the end. We're going to have a cool little contest kind of giveaway thing. So I'm excited Ooh. to share that with everybody. I love a contest. Can I win? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about your mom when she, you know, the catfish profile thing. I'm like, yeah, just set up different profile. But yes, uh, you stay winning, Brianna. Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of, quote-unquote, experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. <laughs> nice. I love it. Okay. Yeah, no, I love that we were talking about this episode. We were actually just uh, talking yesterday about, you know, just the different topics we would do and what's trending and, you know, like the upskill, the reskill, all of these things. But this is going, a, a, I think, a step further and really thinking about what skills do you currently have that you're currently bringing into work that can transfer, you know, across the org. Yeah. Well, and I know most of our topics are us usually just like shooting the shit and just talking about random experiences, but I always love when we can discuss topics that will, I actually feel like not saying our other ones don't, but that are going to help people in current, the current state that they're in, you know, that they may get little nuggets that it's like, that's exactly what I need to hear today. You know, I needed that information or I needed that mm -hmm. kick in the ass, or I needed that little tip or nugget. And so I feel like, um, you know, based on the amount of research and conversations that we've had and done, um, just in regards to this subject, I'm hopeful that it'll be really beneficial for people. And then again, you know, looking forward to the end and the, the contest kind of giveaway thing that we're going to do just to, to try to help everybody, um, as many people as we can. It's times are tough out there right now, you know, so whatever we yeah. can do. Yeah. Yeah. So getting right in to transferable skills. So, um, just to give you, you know, the Webster's dictionary. So what are transferable skills? Um, so they're skills, knowledge, and abilities that you have acquired over the course of your career and your life. That's a big one. That'll come in later. That can be transferred into other jobs and organizations. And so going into that, I mean, obviously we, we speak from a recruiter perspective, right? And I think right. that, you know, uh, transferable skills for recruiters, like the obvious one, like the most, most one that stands out to me the most is sales. 
Uh, we know that's a huge component yeah. to what recruiters do. And so recruiters make great salespeople. Customer service reps make great salespeople. Um, also marketing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much marketing that we have to do, marketing jobs. We know everything that we do with social media. Um, just that's, that's a new way of recruiting too. You know, like I feel like job boards are kind of dated. They're the dated way of advertising your jobs. Most people go to social media, you know, the days of going to Glassdoor to even review yeah. a company are dead. Most people go to social media to see, you know, the vibe of a company, the culture, the feel. Um, so I think that, you know, those are ones that are the obvious ones, but I think we're going to talk more about some that are probably not so obvious for people that aren't recruiters. They're not customer service and they're not in marketing. So I'll mm -hmm. pause there before I monologue. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Actually, I'm, I'm thinking of two things. One, uh, I've said for a long time that recruiters are your brand ambassadors. Yes. So like, I mean, that's that's a giant one. Like we know how to market. We know how to, you know, put the company ahead, right? Like like right. that's the whole point. Like how, how can we get on our, our soapbox and, and say and, and preach about the company and show how great it is and show like the opportunities? I think that's great. But on a side note, I'm wondering, because I'm going to push this just because, you know, remember, I, I'm agency recruiter here. I never considered us customer service. So it's so interesting that as a recruiter, really, and I can see that. <laughs> you must be a bitchy recruiter. <laughs> Kidding. You're not a bitchy recruiter. Because customer service is part of, of like what you have to do with your candidate experience. That is customer service. That is your customer. You are customer service. Yeah, person. you know what's... Well, yeah, you know, what's funny is I, I always push we're not customer service, but I think when in my mind, when I hear customer service, you basically like everyone gets a shit on you. You know, it's like you get to go, oh, it's OK. You're punching me in the face. I hope you have a great day. Like, that's what I think customers. That, that's what resonates with me. And so with my clients, I wanted to make sure like, hey, respect me. I think it was like a respect push, not the customer service. Yeah. But I OK, I see your no, I see your perspective there. I, I look at like. In recruiting, I look at our candidates and our clients as our customers. But even still, I don't, I don't expect anybody like what, regardless of if they're, you know, working at retail or whatever, like, I don't think that you just shit on customer service people. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a, it's a truly a partnership in what we do, you know, but I view them as our customers, but I think it transfers over nicely yeah, into like, you know, your solutions focus, the soft skills that recruiters have to have to be successful in their jobs can transfer over into customer service. Um, I know in theory, you know, people probably have the same perspective that you do. Like, oh, customer service people just get shit on. But I mean, I think that goes back to our previous episodes of like, change your mentality. Like your mentality mm -hmm. of what you're doing in your role. Um, and it's not, oh, I'm just customer service or I'm just a recruiter. It's like, um, you know, I was reading our book, Bet on Yourself, that we I keep rereading over and over again. There's some good nuggets in there. And everything is about you know, your mental state and, and, you know, there's a story of the bricklayers and there's three bricklayers. And do you view yourself as like, you know, somebody that this is just a job, this is a career, or this is your life's mission, your calling, you know? And so I think that easily being able to pivot is something that recruiters do and yeah. it, we have to do it all the time. And so, um, going back to even different things that we can do in recruiting that are relative to recruiting, even if they're not, you know, we're not actively, working on a role or not technically working on a role because layoffs are happening or yeah. there's a hiring freeze, you could still be taking the time, um, to do, to do the things that will set you up for success when you start hiring again, which you absolutely will. And it's the things that people don't really spend time on. And then they're like, Oh shit, I'm behind. Like really making sure that your job descriptions are not only good, but they fit the vibe of your organization. I feel like that's something that we, you know, we work with our clients a lot where, 
they're just go, go, go. They need to hire people months ago. And so they'll just pull a job description offline, make a couple modifications, but does it really fit the tone of your organization and your culture, the way it's worded, you know, put your, to quote you, put your funfetti in there, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that's something, you know, going back to, you know, branding, like you said, employer branding, that's something that we can help with. And we certainly do that a lot as recruiters, um, building out your pipeline strategy and your sourcing strategies and anticipation of, instead of like, oh shit, I I need to hire 12 engineers, already be planning where you're going to find them, already be networking with them. Um, Recruiters are great at doing market research. We're great at comp analysis, which is always going to be needed, especially after a layoff. Yeah. Um, Job description. Oh, this one I loved. When I saw this, I was like, this is is brilliant. But researching different tech stacks. I loved that. Yeah. Okay. And, and, you know, also how can retention and culture, you know, recruiters are talking to the people that you're bringing into the door, you know, and your new hires and how was that new hire process really getting surveys in place and focusing on what we can we do to retain our employees? Um, I think that's all good stuff, building a referral process, all that stuff that really just like takes a lot of time that typically recruiters don't have a ton of time to do, or organizations don't have a ton of time to do because they're already like, again, needed people yesterday. Yeah. So you touched on two things that I want to talk about. One, that solution experts, like that's its own thing. But let's talk about first retention, because that's something, especially with layoffs, it's like, okay, you're not closing the doors, right? But now you have a whole organization that's pretty scared, doesn't know what to do, doesn't know the state of the company, like, and who knows how much, you know, the company shares. So dealing with retention is its own separate beast. And absolutely, your talent team knows how to handle that. Yeah, they do. I mean, they're the ones that are, like I said, they're bringing people in the door and know what motivates the employees. We know that, especially the higher the level of role, how many conversations a recruiter has to have with a candidate before they actually start the job. We know them pretty well at that point. So you know what motivators are. Um, They also know what can keep employees engaged based on what those motivators are. And so, yeah, I think that recruiters, I still am like, you know, seeing what's happening in the market, especially after, you know, what we just came from and how the recruiting industry were like, fuck yeah, we're finally getting the respect that we deserve. People are finally seeing, you know, what all recruiters do. And then, you know, and I, I do realize it's not just recruiters being impacted right now, but it, a lot it's of heavily. them are. Yeah, it's, it's heavy. heavily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I still feel like they still really, organizations don't really understand the value that recruiters can bring to an organization as far as just transferable skills alone, mm-hmm. you know? Quick mention of our sponsor for today's episode. You'll definitely want to check out Recruit CRM. I know I have. Their cloud-based ATS plus CRM system can help you automate your recruitment workflow to save time for really the better things in life. Recruiting is hard, I should know. (laughs) You've got a ton of tasks to stay on top of, so give yourself a damn break. Recruit CRM helps you stay on track with automated emails, reminders, organized Canon boards, and a customizable sales pipeline. Love that. What more could you ask for? With the rating of 4.9 out of 5 across all major review boards, you're definitely going to want to check them out. They have zero commitment free trials. And guess what? There are no feature restrictions, meaning you could try out all of their features for free and that too for an unlimited time period. This will help you make a solid decision before making that real purchase. So go ahead and visit Recruit CRM for more information. The link is below. 
for, for me, when an org says that they're people first, and then they lay off their whole talent team before anyone else. I'm like, well, obviously you're not people first because we're the ones, that's the team that does take care of your people. Like you're saying, they're the ones that can keep them there, that can keep them engaged. That, And I think that a great transferable skills, I think lots of recruiters have most, is they're very, they, they're creative problem solvers. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, creative problem solvers, they have excellent people skills, mm-hmm. grit, they're resilient, mm-hmm. and a growth mindset, Right. And so um, I was just, again, doing a bunch of research in anticipation of this episode because I was really excited about it. And I am just like, who doesn't need those skills in any role in any department? Um, and, you know, to, to expand outside of even recruiting, like HR business partners, they're yeah. typically excellent communicators, excellent writers. What other ways can you use them? They could be used mm-hmm. for branding. They employer branding, social media, marketing. Um, I think that there is uh, both recruiters and HR professionals obviously have strong communication skills, have to be organized, um, great under pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that customer service, uh, people sourcers, they do well in procurement. And this was really interesting for me that a lot of procurement people have historically, even if they didn't go to school for it, um, they've come from customer service backgrounds or sourcers. And so huh. it gave me like a list of questions and it was like some of the stuff that, that really you need to have a procurement mindset is, mm-hmm. can you solve problems by aligning people in process? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you work with your operations and finance teams to strategically source a candidate for the company and get them the best deal when it came time to offer? So that's a regards to a recruiter yeah. potentially going into procurement. Procurement jobs are open right now. They are still hiring in that vertical. Um, did you leverage data to make recommendations to your stakeholders? And can you work in a, a world of tight deadlines while meeting the goals of both internal and external stakeholders? Yeah, absolutely. So who would have known that recruiting can translate over into procurement as well? You know, so just trying to give our listeners some ideas if in case they're in this unfortunate situation and by the way, if you are, we really feel for you. We've, we felt it. We've been impacted mm-hmm. by it. Um, I've gone through them before, you know, I've been let go and laid off and all of that. It's not easy. And so, you know, it, it is a, a point you get to where you're like, oh shit, what do I do? And, yeah. you know, we, we actually have another episode about that too, which I'm super excited about because I think these are things that people really need to hear and really need some kind of insight and guidance on because, it's not super easy right now if you're laid off as a recruiter to go find another recruiter role in this current market. Yeah. So let's talk really quickly about like a recruiter man- a manager. Man- mm-hmm. So management, I think, so the higher up you are, the harder it is, I think, now to find a position, especially it's like if you're not hiring, then they don't have a team. So who are you managing? So yeah. um, how, how are those skills transferred? Well, I think that goes back to like, uh, I think, what was it? Our other episode, maybe it was the one about, um, how I got my start in the recruiting industry. But I think that goes back to being the type of manager that always rolls up your sleeves and gets in there with your team. And you're not going to do anything, you know, being willing to do whatever it is that you're asking them to do, you know? So I think that, and I've actually been in that situation before where I've had to lay people off and it makes me, I get like this weird feeling in my stomach, even thinking about it. And it's one of those things where it's like I was then back doing the recruiting and doing the data and the analytics and reporting to the clients and everything else that was in my job, but doing the recruiting as well. And so I think that that goes back to like, you don't get a God complex just because you're a manager. You still need to have a pulse on the industry, the market, the skills, mm-hmm. like what are the most up-to-date trends, technologies. You need to be in there and know all of that too. Um, because yeah, to your point, if, if you 
all you do is manage, you know, which I know that that's oversimplifying it, um, then it is something where you could be in a position where it's like, oh shit, what am I going to do now? Um, and also, you know, being able and willing to go into an individual contributor role too. Yeah. You know, I think it's a great time right now um, for people to kind of really understand like, okay, what, what else could I do with the skills that I have? Maybe this is an opportunity, you know, to go into a different industry and really look at it, shift your mindset. And I know that's so much easier said than done, but you know, you and I are the same way and that like, okay, we take a minute, we feel, we grieve, we process, we do what we got to do, but you have to move forward, you know, whatever that looks like you have to move forward. So I think that, um, you know, talking to people that, you know, networking is never a bad thing. Um, and, and doing all of this stuff, like, which is why I'm really excited to get to our contest. I think we're about there, but, um, I'm really excited to get to the contest because I think it's going to help a lot of people right now that are just at that point that they're like, what do I do now? Yeah. And I think what's what's really important to think about is you don't even realize all of the things you do during the day. I mean, think about how organized a recruiter is, yeah. Um, yeah. how they lead projects. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's important. And then even thinking how they can go on the operations side, because again, they are dealing with process. They're building process. They're, they're keeping their pulse on the process. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I love that. Um, and so I, I, I found this like definition and I really loved it where it's, it talked about transferable skills, obviously. And it says transferable skills can show an employer your breadth of experience, even if the skills weren't acquired in the exact same way that was initially requested of the role or the role that you're applying for. So having broader life experiences and transferable skills can work to your advantage, um, in the job market. So demonstrating a skill means you regularly performed it showing that you've used the skill, knowledge, or experience in different settings. And it means you bring a unique perspective to the role. And so I actually was reading an article yesterday and um, it was this woman who runs marathons. And she talked about what goes into her training to run the marathons okay. and how all of these skills that she's acquired just to do this one thing that she perceives as a hobby really, really well. Like she, she ran a hundred miles, was holding up this gold thing. I was like, oh, that's Lord, <laughs> it is. It's but it's incredible to me yeah. and the amount of the training and the dedication and that. Oh my gosh! And so is she. It was like that's the kind of stuff that we're going to help normalize putting on resumes because those kinds of skills, like I know because of what we do and we're recruiters, like that stands out to me. If somebody can be dedicated to train for two years to run a hundred mm -hmm. miles. And they have an everyday process that they go through. They're resilient. They get out of bed when they don't even want to and go do this when their body hurts. It's like, but it doesn't necessarily apply to procurement or finance, but there's so many other skills in there that it's like what we always talk about. You need to hire people for the potential that you see in them, not necessarily if, you know, they're a perfect fit on paper. Yeah. I think it's much easier to train someone that has a badass work ethic and this regimen and this resilience inside than have someone that's, you know, has been in the industry forever and, you know, does their own thing. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely is easier. Um, so do we want to get the contest yeah. or the broke to boss tip? Uh, let's do broke to boss tip first. Okay. So the broke to boss tip, um, this one I, I kind of acquired from just reading several different things. And I was like, this is what I feel like I, I would do. Like I would want to know. So don't wait until layoffs are on the horizon to start identifying your transferable skills early. Like this is something that it, this is a wake up call for all of us, mm -hmm. myself included. Like mm -hmm. 
you need to start identifying those transferable skills early and building your squad. And so mentors in other departments and industries or people that are just a step or two ahead of you in their career um, journey, they can serve as your right-hand guides. So definitely, definitely don't wait till layoffs happen to start identifying mentors in other departments yep. and picking up transferable skills. It will never do you a disservice. Mm -hmm. And sign up for projects. Just going to add that. Yeah. <laughs> sign up for, well, that's part, you know, like sign yeah, up for projects in other departments, you know, yeah. just get, get visibility mm -hmm. into other verticals, other areas outside of your scope, yeah. you know? I know this goes against probably everything that they say in corporate, but don't stay in your lane, yeah. you know, seek out a mentor that's in a different department just to learn those different skills. It's again, never going to do you a disservice. Love it. Love it. All right. To the contest. Ooh. Okay. So this one I'm really excited about. So, um, going to, okay. So what, oh, and one of the things we need to talk about too, and we will talk about it later, elevator pitch. This is something we're really going to help people out with the elevator pitch. That's never a bad skill to have in any role. Um, and it's crazy because when you're in school, it's like write a four page paper. And then when you're actually need that, you know, the skill on how to communicate, it's like you have seven seconds. Mm -hmm. So I love the episode that we're going to get into on how to perfect your elevator pitch. Cause that's applicable to everybody right oh, yeah. now, whether you're laid off or not. Um, but what we're going to do is we want to give away some free thriversity resume and LinkedIn services to our listeners. So the first 10 people who tag both myself Taylor Bradley and Brianna Rooney plus talent takeover unfiltered in a post on LinkedIn and also use the hashtag transferable skills. will get a free session with us. And so what we'll cover in this session with them is we will look at their skill set, look at their resume, their background and help them identify those transferable skills and what industry they could applicable could be applicable there and a job path for them. And then also how to articulate that on their resume. Like I was talking about with the marathon runner, mm -hmm. you know, how do you put that on a resume and organize it in a way that it doesn't look like what, what the fuck is this? Why is this on there? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like a, somebody reading it will see, okay, I see what they did there. I see why that's applicable. So we'll help them organize that, help them identify a way to alter their trajectory of their career without returning to school to acquire new skills. And we'll coach you guys on how to apply your expertise to previously unthought of industries or roles. Love it. So yeah. Love it. So first 10 people, Reminder, tag me, tag Brianna, Talent Takeover Unfiltered, and use the hashtag transferable skills. First 10 people get a free session with us. And you will either be talking to Brianna or myself. Lucky for you. So, <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> yeah. Remember, it's unfiltered. The sessions are unfiltered too. So. Yeah, we'll have to have them sign some NDA. Uh, I, I, love, I love this. So just so you all know, and I know we're running out of time here, but um, Taylor thought of this like last night and she like texted me super late and especially because we're, we're on different time zones. I'm like, wow, what are you, what are you up to? Um, and she was just so excited about this because what we always yeah. want to do and why we started this, why I started um, the Millionaire Recruiter YouTube is because we want to pay it forward and, and we want to yeah. sit by that, own by that and really like help you yeah. all um, because, because we need it. It's, it, it's a hard market. And also we just need it in general. Like wherever we go, where we are, um, you can take this skill with you forever. Absolutely. Awesome. Love it. Right. Another amazing episode. And remember this episode is also video on the Millionaire Recruiter YouTube channel. So check that out as well. And we will see you next Tuesday.